Join Pastor George Zunwa on a journey of genuine God encounters through the Word of God. Through the teachings of Pastor George Zunwa, you will gain knowledge on how to triumph over challenges and transform them into testimonies. For more information and testimonies, contact us at 0702-5950 or 0702-5950. 5951 experience the power of God's word Jesus exceeds expectations brothers and sisters God may not give a person 100% of everything he asks for but God is available to you he says in Matthew chapter 7 7 to 11 he say ask and you shall receive seek and you shall find knock it shall be opened unto you it's everyone that asketh receives the one that seeks, finds. The one that knocks is open to him. So God is available to us. A lot of people get discouraged when their prayers are not answered. And the reason they get discouraged is because they don't actually know that prayer answers take a principle. That's why I'm teaching today on the missing essentials of answered prayers. There are things you don't joke with in this kingdom. Essentials are non-negotiable. May you never, never, never walk away from the essentials. What are the essentials of prayer? I talked about word meditation. The second essential is mercy works. The third essential is sacrificial giving. Every altar demands sacrifice and prayer is raising an altar. Somebody say altar. Look at Exodus chapter 20 verse 24. An altar of earth thou shalt make unto me. That means build a place for worship. And shall sacrifice thereon thy burnt offerings and thy peace offerings, thy sheep and thy oxen. In all places where I record my name, I will come unto thee and I will bless you. So God says, anywhere you call my altar, sacrifice must happen there. And then I will come there and bless you. Somebody say sacrifice. sacrifice. The only people that do sacrificial giving are those who know God to be a rewarder. Those who don't know God to be a rewarder do business with God and accuse God of cheating them. Hebrews 11 verse 6. He said, anyone that comes to God must believe that God exists and that God is a rewarder of them that what? Diligently seek him. And part of diligent seeking is making sacrifices for the person you are seeking. When you cry for mercy, you sow in tears. Psalm chapter 126. The people we are praying. He said, turn again our captivity, O God, as a stream in the south. They that do what? Sow in tears. Shall do what? Reap in joy. He that goeth forth and weepeth. This man that is carrying seed is weeping while he's going. Shall doubtless come again with what? Rejoice. Bringing his harvest with him. Giving sacrificially is never sweet. But you do it anyhow. I know that a lot of people tell you, you know, I enjoy it. You enjoy it if you are giving junk. If you are giving what touches you. If you are giving what matters to you. There is no way Abraham will carry Isaac going to kill him with joy. There are prophecies that will never be activated until the altar of sacrifice comes. Remember when Elisha prophesied to the king of Israel and the king of Judah. Jehoram and Jehoshaphat. 2 Kings 3, 17. For thus said the Lord, you shall not see wind, neither shall you see rain. Yet that valley shall be filled with water that you may drink, both ye and your cattle. And this is but a light thing. He said, not only will God give you water to drink, 
This is the army of Israel and Judah combined going to war against Moab. But as they went into the wilderness, they found out they took the wrong road. The whole place is dry. The oasis is dried up. For three days, an army was marching without drinking water. I'm sure you know that not drinking water kills faster than not eating food. So they cried out to God and the prophet spoke over them. I said, you're looking for water. Rain will not fall. Wind will not blow. He said, but all of you dig ground. He said, all of these holes you dug will be filled with fresh water. He said, but it is a lighting. He said, not only will God do this, he will deliver the Moabites also into your hand. You will fight them, you will mess them up. Now look at verse 20. And it came to pass in the morning. He gave that prophecy. That whole day passed, nothing happened. But it came to pass in the morning. When the meat offering was offered, that behold, there came water by the way of Edom and the country was filled with water. The prophecy came when the offering happened. So sacrifice is investing materially in your faith. If you say you believe it, put your money on it. It commands a harvest. Exodus chapter 11 from verse 1. Cast thy bread upon the waters. For thou shalt find it after many days. It looks like a lie. But that's kingdom principle. You know why he said cast your bread upon the water? Because every time you see a major seed, it looks like a waste. It looks like taking bread and throwing into the water. It looks like fishes are going to eat it. That's why intelligent people don't fulfill their potential. Because they stop giving at the point of rising. That's why their miracles are delayed. Because at the time when they need to make a deal with God, that's when they back off. They give God arms and God treats them like beggars. Give a portion to seven and also to eight. He said, give a portion to seven. Seven is the number of perfection. He said, get perfectly. You are happy that you have given. He said, add more. Go beyond your ability. Do an extra mile. For thou knowest not what evil shall be upon the earth. Your sowing is to make sure that your future is secured. Next verse. If the clouds be full of rain, they empty themselves upon the earth. So until your cloud is full, you don't have rain. That's why there's what you call dew. That's what you call drizzle. That's what you call rain. That's what you call downfall. That's what you call flooding. There are diversities of rain. So your cloud is not full. Don't ask for a downpour. Just ask for mercy drops. In 2 Samuel chapter 24, David numbered Israel. And God was angry. Now people say, well, God had censors. No, God doesn't hate censors. What God was angry about was not that David numbered Israel. It was that David was looking at the men of Israel he was numbering as his fighting force. And God said, when you were nobody, I was your defender. Now you are looking at people to defend you. So what happened was that David didn't just count men. David was counting on men. David was counting on men. God said, hey! You are counting on the young men that are going to fight for you when I am the one that used a stone to kick Goliath for you? He said, all the men you counted, I canceled them. So they began to die everywhere. That's why any one of you here that is making a man your source, you're about to kill that man. I stretch my hand toward you. May heaven be your source. So David numbered Israel and judgment began. The prophet God came to him. He said, take an offering. Make a sacrifice. That place the angel is standing over around that stretching floor. Go there and make a sacrifice so that the plague can stop. David ran to the man. And the man said, ah, David, ah, you want to make a sacrifice on my stretching floor? He said, yes. He said, no problem. The cow, I give you free. The wood, I give you free. Everything, I give you free. Make the sacrifice. <laughs> David said, me? Make a sacrifice with free things? 
He said, I will not give my God anything that didn't cost me something. There are a lot of people that will never give God something that took something from them. They only give conveniently. They will never give in conveniently. And they want God to answer their major demands. No, sir. I've learned from experience that every time you need to change your season, a major sacrifice is needed. That's why we ponize this life to fight for you. Why don't people give? Is it that they don't know? No, 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 no. They know. The first reason why people forget this is because of the church gimmick and scam mentality. Every time people go to church now, somebody says, give to the Lord. They say, they don't come again. That's how prophet collected my car. They don't come again. Don't use counterfeit and try away good money. There are criminals out there, but there are more people out there who are righteous. The second thing that makes people mess up is the deception of poverty and the deception of stinginess. I, I, I am too broke to give. No, you're not too broke to give. Giving is not just giving cash. You check your pocket, there's no coin. You don't have any money at all. Why don't you go there and give service? So you are giving your service there. He's putting money there too. You, you live in an estate with your uncle or your auntie. There are 10 houses in that estate. And each of those houses have one or two cars parked in front of them. And you feel like nobody cares for you. Nobody cares for you. Nobody cares. All of these rich men, they know they help anybody. What have you done to show you deserve help? If you get up in the morning and walk over to five or six or seven of them and tell them, Uncle, I will be washing your car every day. Don't pay me anything. I just want to do it as honor for you so that God can lift me. And you wake up every day by five o'clock and wash this one's car, wash this one's car, wash this one's car, wash this one's car. They're watching you. You do it for one month, do it for two months, do it for three months. Before six months, one of them will show you favor. I guarantee you that. Deception of poverty, deception of stinginess. Let me save this money for rainy day. Anybody saving for rainy day, understand that you have decided the rainy day is coming. And God will allow the expectation of the righteous to come. So rainy day is coming. And when it comes, you will spend what you put there. We don't save for any day. We save because there's an investment in our future. You save to invest, not rainy day. Let me be careful. Oh, I don't want to this because when trouble arrives, the trouble won't come. Governor hinders you from trouble. Then the worst one is when people assume that other faith actions covers for sacrifice. So the more they pray, the more they study the Bible, the more they live holy, they think it covers for sacrifice. So what do you do? Set your heart on your expectation. So, with a heart after God. Don't wait for anybody to tell you. Release it to God and trust him. Then the fourth one is the necessity of spiritual fruits. These are the four essentials of answer prayer. There is something about bearing fruits as a believer that makes you bold toward God. And God wants you to be fruitful. Look at what he said in John 15 verse 16. He said, you have not chosen me, but I have chosen you and ordained you that you should go and bring forth fruit and that your fruit should remain. That whatsoever you shall ask of the Father in my name, he may give it you. He said, you didn't choose me, I chose you. And I ordained you to bear fruit and that your fruit may remain. And then that whatever you ask the Father in my name, he will give it to you. So without bearing fruit, asking. So waste of time. January till July. Not one single person invited to church. Father, this contract, this contract, this ah, kabodo ya kata, on ton ton toho. 
God said, Koboyo, Koboyo. <laughs> Until his business becomes your business, your business will not become his business. A productive servant is not afraid to appear before his master. If you work in a company and they give you a target and you're not meeting the target, any day they tell you that uh, there's a meeting going on and they invited you, your heart will begin to pound. If you are overshooting your target, when they invite you, you're expecting promotion. That's what happens with God. If you produce fruit, you can ask. If you don't produce fruit, you can ask with boldness. Now, now, what fruit are you talking about, pastor? The simplest fruit bearing of a believer is called worship and devotion. The Bible calls worship, Hebrews 13 verse 15. It says the fruit of your lips giving thanks to his name. Worship is the fruit of your lips. So you have this person who claims to be a Christian. Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. He never gets up in the house and just sings a song of worship. Never spends time in the presence of God. Has no sense of giving God thanks and praise. He expects answers to prayer. How? The fruit of your lips giving thanks. He said by him, therefore, let us offer the sacrifice of praise to God continually. That is the fruit of our lips giving thanks to his name. Hebrews 13, 15. That's the simplest fruit you're supposed to be at. Never be a Christian who hasn't made worship your mainstay. Because I don't understand why God is not answering me. Well, as Paul and Silas, they sang, they prayed. Earthquake happened. Try your own too. Another dimension of fruit bearing is producing Christ-like character. It's called the fruit of the spirit. Galatians 5.22 is love, joy, peace, long-suffering, gentleness, goodness, faith, meekness, temperance. Against such, there is no law. That's the fruit of the regenerated person. That's what we produce. Which one is in you? All your neighbors are afraid of you. They tell their children, don't cross that bus house. When he blows up like this. You're in every relationship, she said, this is my anger. Eh? This is my anger. You have patent on the anger. Copyright. And you carry on like that. And you don't care. Gada, 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 gada. You call him all kinds of names and they end it in tongues. <laughs> it's the fruit of the spirit that makes you go to work early. You're not the kind of staff that they resume by 8 o'clock. You arrive there by 10.30 and say, right, 7.59. Being sincere is not dependent on your job. Now, all of these cutting corners, I want you to try. But when you try, watch your children. When you try, watch your health. When you try, watch your future. Stealing is not because you have lack. It's because you don't have character. Another dimension of fruit bearing is when kingdom service is effective. Effective kingdom service is fruit bearing. Colossians 1 verse 10. Being fruitful in every good work. So serving in ushering, serving in choir, serving in any department is part of bearing fruit. If you are effective, occupying office without effectiveness is not fruit bearing. So anywhere you are serving, serve like somebody bearing fruit. Serve with a passion for results. Somebody say results. And one important aspect of fruit bearing is so winning. Paul was describing somebody. He said, I beseech you, brethren, you know the house of Stephanus, that it is the first fruits of Achaia. He called their salvation as fruit. He said that the first people were won in this city. So every one of you that is looking to receive answers to prayer, get serious with soul winning too. There was a woman in the Bible. People call her the woman of Samaria. This woman was a woman that divorced her husband 
and married five other men and then carrying on with her life. And they came to fetch water and Jesus met her and challenged her religiosity and delivered her from her old life. That same hour, the woman ran into the city to invite people to meet with Jesus. So you don't need to be a 10-year-old Christian to tell somebody else, follow me, let's go and see what I saw. She told the woman, come and see a man that changed my life. That's fruit bearing. And the Bible said the whole city left and followed her. You don't need to know Bible to preach. Just say, come and see. Why don't people bear fruit? The first reason people don't bear fruit, they're not genuinely connected to the vine. They're not connected to Jesus. They're not drawing life from him. Their prayer life is not there. Their worship life is not there. If you're not drawing life, you can't produce life. John 15 verse 4, he said, abide in me and I in you. As the branch cannot bear fruit of itself, except it abide in the vine, no more can he except he abide in me. Abide in him. He said, Pastor, I don't understand. All of these things, they say, pray, pray, pray. I don't even know how to pray in the morning. Let me tell you what to do. Just tell yourself, every morning I get up, I will sing three songs. I'll read two verses of the Bible and I'll pray for myself, for my family, for the church, and I'll go to work. That's all. If all you pray is four prayer points, that's enough. Thank God. Pray for yourself. Pray for your wife. Pray for your children. Pray for your family. Bind the devil. Go. But let it be a regular devotion. How do you grow a child? Do you grow a child by feeding him a bag of rice in one day? How do you grow a child? Small, 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 small. Spiritual growth does not happen by long fasting with a lot of Bible verse. Spiritual growth happens on your daily devotions. I'd rather have you read the Bible every day and pray for five minutes than have this intermittent prayer of one hour and reading ten chapters and then you can't read again for one month. Another reason people are not fruitful is that they don't know that not being fruitful tampers with their blessing. You must know the correlation. You must know the connection. And another reason is that they don't see life's moments as fruit-bearing times. Your friend is sick. That's the time to tell him about Jesus. Your neighbor is going to marital crisis. That's a fruit-bearing time. Somebody around is going through a struggle. That's a fruit-bearing time. Always use opportunities in the lives of people to drag them to your Savior. Always maximize those opportunities. Make sure that you are intentional about being salt and light in your world. Set targets of soul winning for yourself. It don't have to be a big target. Just tell yourself, there are four quarters in the year. I will give God four souls. Each quarter, you are fighting to bring one soul to God. And say, God, use this to shift my quarter. That's how people set targets that change their lives. When I came to church, I clap hand. And I write 21 prayer requests. And I sit down. Uncle Joe is fighting me. Thunder, kill him. Boom. <laughs> you are just wasting your time. You will finish church a frustrated man. Because things won't work. But if you follow kingdom principles, you will see kingdom results. In today's fast-paced world, we all need contacts and mentors on social media for inspiration, motivation, and more. You can connect with Pastor George Izunwa on all his social media handles. Follow him on Facebook at Pastor George Izunwa, Instagram and Twitter at George Izunwa. Connect and let's take the journey of greatness together.